0: Okay, so I had like a bunch of questions to ask, but listen to those two men yesterday, the young man about fear, and then my friend Lisa just up here. feels like the reason for coming up here is like to incinerate mm. fear and delusion and just trust the process.
1: Mm-hmm. The mere act of coming up and getting in front of this many people, completely vulnerable with nothing to talk about, no small talk. Yeah. It's a it's pretty... pretty. Yeah pretty unguarded you know it's a pretty raw thing to do yeah it's a powerful experience just to be witnessing that which is witnessing this yeah i kind of like it right (laughs) it's kind of cool when you stand right in the middle of that fear and when you're when you're when you're exactly where fear is it's not really fear exactly you're fully inhabiting this inhabitation this this whatever this is feelings the sensations the thoughts fully inhabiting it there's really no no nothing that needs to be done nothing that needs to be completed solved yeah it's kind of nice We can be completely raw, vulnerable, open, and it just works fine. It's kind of funny, this whole thing, actually, (laughs) you know? so simple
0: is there time to ask a question or go for it okay because I liked incinerating <clears throat> I've had this burning in my face for ten years mm. and I was it turned out to be a sinus infection mm. and it was dramatic but And I went through all kinds of tests and treatments and surgery and it didn't really help anything. And I got on this spiritual path and I was driving to a Rupert Spira retreat listening to Gangaji and she said, all sickness is homesickness. And it was like a whop right in my chest. And I didn't know why at first. And I kind of deciphered it over the next day or two like a koan and then the light bulb went off. Oh, she's talking. I'm talking this is about the sinus infection. It's not a sinus infection. Mm. This is it's not being done to me, it's being done for me. Mm. It's just myself showing myself the way home, just getting things back in balance. Mm. And I stopped being afraid of it and I started appreciating it. That's powerful. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> and I understood, like from Rupert, like nothing ever comes into your experience from the outside. How could it It'd just be more experience? Nothing ever leaves your experience. So the whole infectious disease model started to collapse for me, like some malevolent pathogen was invading healthy tissue, but it's all me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess there's not a question in that. It's really,
1: really fascinating. Boy, I tell you, like pain states, chronic pain, these things, um, you know, whether you're involved in this kind of craziness or not, it's, it's part of life for many or most people at some point or another. But sometimes it's like, okay, is this an organic medical thing or is it an energetic thing? but there's just a lot of crossover. Like, you know, if you have a new kind of pain or a symptom, or neurologic symptom, I always tell people like, well, you should maybe get it checked out, you know? It doesn't mean anyone can get a brain tumor, like, you know, it's gonna it happen. Um, but but a lot of times there are these energetic states and experiences, and what i found is even when they are sort of oriented to an organic process, like a, an infection or something, um, often they're they're actually there to tell you something. They're like tapping you, going here, look here, look here. You know, and Sometimes it's just trying to show you how to turn a no into a yes. And that, strangely, can change the experience quite a bit.
0: Yeah, it was a no, that's uh, very good. A no turned into a yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's amazing how much we can resist without knowing we're resisting.
0: <laughs> you know, I was thinking about asking this question. I was kind of hoping at the end you'd say, I wanted to be that that like that lady in the back who had this wonderful Kundalini experience. Mm. Uh, yeah. Angela's going to tell me, "Oh, this is an awesome Kundalini experience you're having." <laughs> but then I realized it doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Some people get a lot of Kundalini, some people
0: get very little. Yeah It's yeah. one last thing. I would say what's worked for it is just being on this spiritual path and dissolving beliefs. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting healthier and happier. And it gets to be what it
1: is. Dissolving beliefs is so much more therapeutic than than I can even tell you, both no. at the physical level, at the medical level, at the intellectual level, the emotional level. It it's fascinating how yeah. that exploration of the belief structures and and which in and of itself just dissolves them usually just by noticing them. Yes. Often that'll do it. That's it. Changes your experience of everything. Yes. <laughs> you know, it
0: really does. Yeah, it's been wonderful to discover that process of just noticing. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Isn't that great? Because you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be a genius. It, no. You don't have to know no. techniques and processes. It's just a matter of a, acknowledgement yeah. and, and contact.
0: It's like the poem this guy read earlier. He just wanted to be noticed. Just notice me. Yeah. Okay?
1: So human. Yeah. It's natural.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah.